top to top, we top to top From the shots that's called to the time my hawks To the league boss and the ones who lost Give it to me once, I don't drop the ball To the home runs that was out the park Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come top to top with Chatter's Box We got it all with Chatter's Box Welcome, welcome Welcome. It is 12 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, so you know what time it is. It's time for Talk That Talk. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, in studio right now with my guy, Salim Dweck from the Scarlet and Gray Free Press. What's going on, Salim? What's going on, man? Back back at it again. Yes, sir. Right back at it like we never left. One week layoff. Yes, know? it's been a it's, it's been a, a wild week. How, how was California? Oh, my gosh, bro. Um, that's where you went, right? It, it was. It was definitely where I went. It was It was home, bro. And that's just that's the only word that I could think of to describe it. It's it's home. And I'll be honest with you, man. I just the more and more that I sit there, the more and more I think that that's where I'm going back, bro. I can't wait to go back home. I can't wait to go back home and live in LA. Like just it's yeah, nothing man. like it, bro. It's nothing like it, bro. I don't blame you at all. It's absolutely insane. Um, I've had a chance to work on a couple of things. I had another branding meeting. So That's websites are, I'm looking at skeletons for websites. I'm looking at, you know, I'm reaching out to sponsors and donors. And we had um, uh, just a couple of different things. And I know I'm trying not to, we have a full two hours. You guys are listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2. KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. And I'll be honest with you, man. So much stuff has gone on this week that simply put, I don't even know where to start. I thought I knew where to start. I don't think I do anymore. Uh, I do want to open this up by saying rest in peace to somebody who I went to high school with. Rest in peace to Keelan. Um, Rest in peace got that notification as soon as we got through recording episode 22 of our podcast last night the overly dedicated podcast um just rest in peace to keelan it's a lot of questions circulating it's a lot of a lot of posts that are going up but one thing that i do know for certain with with so much surrounding that situation is the only thing that i do know for certain is that there are people that are hurting there are people that are deeply in pain today um and it's gotten to the point to where we've seen and I say we because I have a couple of friends out here who's celebrating um a birthday. Shout out to Jason. Happy birthday to you. Um I have a couple of friends out here from high school and you never really realize it until you're in a room and you're talking with those people from high school and you realize that your ninth grade year with them started 12 years ago. And you were and you realize that you guys are a year and a half removed from your from your 10 year reunion. And my dad asked me a question a couple of years ago. And it, I'll be honest with you, man, it kind of stuck me. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to think. 
But I remember my dad asked me. I, I, we had just lost somebody else. And my dad kind of shook his head and he nodded at me and he said, that 10-year reunion is looking real different, isn't it? And that was about five years ago. So I say all of that to say, check in on your friends. Absolutely. Hug the ones that are closest to you. If you thought about somebody, reach out to them. All it takes is one phone call. You never know. Maybe, maybe a couple, but, you know. Of course. Same of course. People. Just the the act of reaching out. Yeah, it's important. And I'll be honest, is it's not something that you can fix all the time. It's not always something that you can you can solve for a for a person. Sometimes they're dealing with issues that have nothing to do with you. But again, you won't know unless you check on your friends. I posted something not too long ago. And I stand by it, but I just wonder. And now for some reason, I can't find my picture, of course. Oh, here it is. It was a tweet that said, pay attention to when and why they hit you up. And I retweeted it and said, it'll tell you more about what they think of you than words ever will. And I stand on that. I have accepted the fact that whatever my path is in life, I didn't ask for it, but it seems as though not everybody, but I have some people that are close to me that whenever some some things go wrong for them, they reach out to me. And this is not a, a, a bragging type of thing, but I don't know that answer. That's my point of saying that. You, people come to me sometimes and I truthfully feel like a lot of times it's just to talk it out. Because I'm the person that will present both sides. And will present a third that you didn't even know existed. So I am that person. I just, I always want to encourage thinking. I always want to encourage trying to problem solve and get to the bottom of solution. So if you feel like you're one of those friends that people rely on to get them through a tough time that may be your calling as long as it's reciprocal i feel you know and that's where i was going next i hate to say it but there are some friends that i have realized come to me for certain things that i know for a fact i can't go to them exactly so uh, at that point it's not a friendship it's a therapy role (laughs) yeah yeah I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm not going to say that you're wrong on that one for sure. Um, but again, I say all of that to say you may not always have the answers, but simply being there for somebody 
could mean the world a difference. And and that's just kind of where I'm at today. Uh, there's a lot of things going through my mind. I kind of just said it a little bit. Um, but episode 22 of the podcast was recorded yesterday. Um, episode title was Good Rhetoric. Um, shout out to Brittany for being on the pod. Shout out to Brittany Hackney for being on the pod. Shout out to my boy Marcus from high school. Capri shot as usual behind the camera. Um, so, yeah, we Devontae was in the background. If you guys know me from high school, you know Devontae. And, of course, the birthday boy was there, Jason. So uh, that will be up shortly. I have some things that I need to work on and some things that I need to sort through for sure. And I feel like I need some – I I got some – uh. I feel like I, I, I truthfully feel like I just got some healing that I need to do. Like, I just I don't even know. I don't know if I need to sage the house. I don't know if I just need to sit in silence. I don't know what I need to do. Um, I just feel like a lot of things are being thrown at the world right now. Mm. And it's a lot of things that's confusing. But nonetheless, um, again, nonetheless, we won't. We don't necessarily have all of those answers. So you can wreck your brain to your to your blue in the face trying to figure out those answers and still might not be able to come up with them. Uh Salim, how was your week, man? Um it was all right. I'm I'm kinda looking for a new job right now. Mm, okay. I, I still I still work at the library for okay. those uh who know that, but you know, we were supposed to, the library was supposed to open up July sixth, right? Yes. And it got pushed back a week, then again, and now it's supposed to open up August 10th. Okay. So there's no guarantee, you know. I don't know. Lately, I've been thinking about, you know, the future. Like, what well, you, you started off by saying, like, you know, you might want to go back to L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I would go or what I'm going to do after college. But, man, sometimes I drive around the city. I'm like, is this it? Is it? <laughs> No offense to Las Vegas, because I, I do like it here. You know, it has good stuff to offer. But sometimes I'll be driving around. I'm like, is this where I want to spend the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know what's interesting? Like, I, I feel like there are some people, of course, we've we've done this for long enough to know we're going to frustrate people with our comments regardless of the fact. So if yeah, you took it, yeah. Any- yeah, if you took that a certain way, you took that a certain way. But the same thing goes with L.A. Before I came out here, I was driving around L.A. and was like, dog, is this it? Like, is yeah. this, you know what I mean? So that's why I do think as humans, it's important for us to travel. It's important for us to just see other things because it provides a reference point for us sometimes. So I'm sure if you've been, I'm sure people that are living in Vegas now that used to live in, and again, this is no disrespect to none of these places, but in terms of ability to move around and do certain things in the state, there are no comparison. You can, you can look at it. But a person who probably lives here in Vegas, if they used to live in, I don't know, Wyoming, they probably look at Vegas like, yeah, dog, this is this is yeah. all I need. <laughs> this is kind of all I need. So it depends on what a person is looking for. I don't know if you've ever been to Palm Springs. but and Is that in California? Yes. And I have been to multiple resorts in Palm Springs. If you leave the resort, it's like. Nothing. Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto 5? Yes. No, so no. You, five, no. Five, no. no. Okay. So Trevor pretty much lives in Victorville, essentially. Like that's that's pretty, pretty much where he is. Dog, when I tell you that Palm Springs, outside of the resorts, is Victorville number two, <laughs> it's just like you walk around and it's like, dog, what is, is that a tumbleweed? You know what? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I need to spend more time. I don't know, dude. It's, it's so. <laughs> I like Vegas, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I love wrong. Vegas. 
I, I really like Las Vegas, but I don't know. I'll be honest, man. This is the when I drive around this the city is it's not more so like is that it for me? I kind of drive around and I look at it and it's more so one of those untapped potential. Huh. It's so much untapped potential in the city. However, everything is not this way, but there are some things that are this way. There's so much untapped potential in this city. However, New ideologies are not welcomed. And then I feel like the job market here, like for non like hospitality, uh, I feel like it's growing. The industry is growing, but for non hospitality thing, like non hotels, non tourist right. stuff, it's it's limited. Right, serving like you just you just said it. So serving, bartending, everything you just said that had to do with hospitality, whether it's in the hotel administration, just HR, things of that nature. That's huge, but right. I mean, aside from that, I mean, we're we're lacking. And it's interesting because it's it's funny to see all these different sports teams come out here now because now we we will see how it how it responds, how the city responds, and how people respond. But I'll be honest with you, man. Um. Everybody knows I've done my internship with the RJ. Like, everybody knows. However, I don't know if I've brought it up on here, but I kind of just tweeted about it. And the RJ has a writer. I don't know his name. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if it's Jex, Jokes. I truthfully don't know. I think his first name might be Victor, but his last name is J-O-E-C-K-S. And this person wrote a story that ran on Father's Day that explained fixing fatherless, or I think the headline was something along along the lines of fixing fatherlessness in urban communities will do more for racism than fixing systematic oppression or something like that. And I was like, your headline in itself makes you sound like a doof. You sound stupid. Yeah, you know, ever since you told me about the... Ever since you told me about the fact that that's like they endorsed Trump a few times, I was because I don't really read the newspaper anymore. You know, right, Twitter and other places; those are my newspapers. And every time I do try to click on an RJ article, there's a paywall, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you're not with it." Yeah, I'm good. I'll be honest with you, man. I, I was looking at it, and I, I went through, and I was gonna actually see what, what, whether it was like satire. Or whether the person truthfully believed it. And um and we just got joined in studio right now by Hoop. I know Hoop is in the building. Daryl, what's, what's up, going man? on? Oh, I'm good, man. What's good with y'all? Nothing yeah, much, man. Yeah. We going through the morning announcements. You guys are 15 minutes into our two-hour episode as usual. This is Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2. And um I went through to see if it was satire. So when I was reading the story, I was laughing because so many... You could tell when a person, like... <laughs> It's funny because you can always tell the different people in academia. You could tell the people who like to provide their opinion and can't back it up with with, with um, sources and facts and numbers and things of that nature. And then you have people that make a blanket statement, give you a bunch of numbers, and no longer elaborate. He's probably got that uh that black on black crime 
it's is, it's in there. Of course it of is. Of course it's in of there. Of course it is. And of course when I seen it, I was like Okay. I was like, so he's one of those people that in in my mind, this is just the way that it made sense to me. He's one of those people that in math class, he had a hard time with long division. <laughs> Who are we talking about? I don't know this dude's name. Some I don't know clown. if it's Victor Jokes or Jex or something. I don't know. He's from the RJ, but Some he wrote a headline about fixing fatherlessness in the uh, black community will do more than fixing systematic oppression could ever could. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. But I laughed, and I was like, okay, let me go ahead and see what this dude has written. I think the other three ones that I – the other three headlines that I saw was the Rayshard Brooks killing was justified. Oh, my Lord. It's not racist to call the coronavirus the Chinese virus. Mm. <laughs> and the third one was the relationships between mothers and abortions, which ran on Mother's Day. Hey, let me go on record right now and say as a writer that's not paid over at the Scarlet and Gray Free Press, I don't know if like I I don't know what the re the exact relationship is besides the fact that they print our stuff. I don't mess with you guys over there at the RJ, man. I don't. And, in fact, I want to get more opinions off, but perhaps that's a topic for another day. I mean, I'll be honest with you, bro. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's one of those things to where I don't have ill will toward the RJ by no means because I've seen some of the people that are in there, and I know what they stand for. And I know that you can be a person who stands for something in an organization that doesn't necessarily stand for it because at some point if we want to to wash over these you know what i mean these this way of thinking whatever that way of thinking whether it's which is interesting because i know we i wasn't supposed to do this on the podcast but it's interesting because we're going to get into what deshaun jackson said two weeks ago but nick cannon just lost his jobs all of them Man, for doing a lot less than jokes has done over the last year. It's yeah. The paradox that uh newspaper stations are in is that they're forced to create content daily. I want to have fun with this. Victor, let's talk. <laughs> daily. Shout out to Sam Gordon from the RJ, my guy. Shout out to Kerry Gear from the RJ. Love you guys. Shout out to Rick Vallada from the RJ. Shout out to Steve Sabellius from the RJ. But they're should be checks and balances to where articles like this don't see the light of day. Because what do they accomplish? Here's where I'm going to get it out the way. Let's just say it for what it is. Victor Jokes, or Jokes, Jex, whatever his name is, Victor, we're not crazy. You've been given the position that you've been given because you're talking for somebody behind the scenes. Your position at that paper is to push a certain form of rhetoric. That's your goal. I know I talk a lot about music on here, so guys, the equivalent... I feel like I'm looking at a DJ Vlad or an academics. The police. So, Victor, <laughs> I can't wait 
I cannot wait for this to blow up because I know it's not over. I know for a fact that it's not over. But Victor, no, I, don't think so. I have one thing that I want to mention. When you mentioned that Rashard Brooks murder, I just want to ask a series of questions real quick. When you first learn how to drive, they tell you do not operate your vehicle intoxicated. However, they do admit that sometimes you don't realize how intoxicated you are until you get behind the wheel. If you ever are, what do they tell you to do? Not operate the vehicle. So Rayshard Brooks was not operating his vehicle. He was pulled off to the side of the road. More so than being pulled off inside of a road. He said, let's pull into a well-lit spot. Let's pull into a Wendy's parking lot. No harm, no foul. We got a break coming up, so I'm going to try to get this done really quickly. But not only does Wendy's call the police. The police eventually get Rayshard Brooks out of the car, asking him everything, asking him for his wallet, attempting to handcuff him. He asked, what was wrong? What did he do? Nothing. And the police said that he was resisting arrest. Victor, do you realize that you cannot be arrested for resisting arrest? A card that gets played far too often. You can't get arrested for resisting arrest because that would mean that you were under arrest for something else prior. Therefore, you're resisting whatever that initial one was. So if a person goes to jail behind resisting arrest, that in itself is a false parallel because you can't arrest them for resisting what? What resisting were they under arrest a crime for? that didn't exist. <laughs> so, Victor, this is the question that I have. Victor, if somebody runs in your house and you got a 12-gauge and you blow them through your door and the police comes and the police sees this is what happened. This is what took place. The police will remove that person from your property. Run your run your run your uh, barcode on the gun and hand it back to you. So Victor, let's go ahead and run through that scenario again. That person runs in your house. You're standing there with that 12 gauge. That person begins to run around or to turn around and run away from your home. And you blast them in the back. Victor, you go to jail for that. Why should police officers be any different? Just like that 18 year old kid, you guys see that out in uh, L.A., the security guard? Yeah. The autopsy revealed they shot him in the back like four or five or whatever it was. So if it's good for the goose, why isn't it good for the gander? Victor, we're not dumb. There is somebody who has you as the face for their feelings. We get it. We just hope you do. And I just want to say one more thing before we go to break. <laughs> After you told me 
certain stuff about the RJ. I, you know, I was in shock because this is our main newspaper. I'm not saying it has to be like, you know, all the way left wing or this, but I didn't think, you know, the main newspaper in a city like Las Vegas would be so like partisan like that, especially to the right. So I started going through the website and I looked at stories. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like I said before, man. Like I was in shock. There's great people that work for the RJ. Do I believe that there's great people that run the RJ? Absolutely. Do I believe that there are people that want Victor in positions at the RJ? No question. Victor, I don't know your last name, but you're a joke. Yeah, I echo that. Absolutely. Yeah, I echo that. And I purposely reached out, and I would love to have a conversation with you. I've been trying. I'm sure you've heard it. Invite I've the, invite out the conversation, Victor. I've I've reached out to a couple of people. We can do it on your platform. We can do it on mine. We can do it without the cameras. We can do it however you want to. Respect. Stay tuned, guys. KUNV Radio proudly supports fries and pies, offering a variety of recipes that can be ordered on top of poutine fries or on a pizza. With baked wings alongside a selection of craft beer and wine, Fries and Pies is located in Harmon Square, on the corner of Harmon and Paradise, right next to White Castle. UNLV students and faculty get 10% off. They're open for dine-in, carry-out, or delivery through Grubhub, Uber Eats, or Postmates. More information at friesandpies.com or at 702-749-7030. KUNV Radio proudly supports Top Golf Las Vegas. Doors and bays are open again with a commitment to the safety of guests and associates. They've got all new safety procedures and enhanced disinfecting measures in use throughout the venue. So guests hoping to grab their clubs again can do so with confidence, knowing that their health is top priority. More information is available at topgolf.com slash play safely. Top Golf, let's play. The most effective way to prevent substance abuse is to teach your children the facts. Knowing the destructive effects of drugs and alcohol will help your kids make healthy choices. A message sponsored by Alexander's Masonry, builders of strong, sound communities and a brighter future for you and your family. This once again from Alexander's Masonry. Masonry Contracting and Construction for Greater Las Vegas at 702-270-4070. 91.5 The Rebel HD2. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5 The Rebel HD2. KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. Really quick, too. I just seen, I just seen another one. <laughs> I'm your host, Terrell Emerson, in studio right now with Daryl D. Hoop, Harris, and Salim Dweck. I'll be honest, man. Even in looking at this dude's profile, I'm, I see two more um, headlines. That's just ri ridiculous to me. George Floyd's death isn't indicative of widespread racism. Bro, what are you talking about? And then this last one says, <laughs> Attorney General Aaron Ford supports discrimination against Asian Americans. You should like him. Yeah, that's your boy right there. Aren't you the same guy that just said it's not racist to call the coronavirus the Chinese virus? 
Do you realize that your writing contradicts itself? And I bet your actions contradict that. Victor, I want to talk to you. Clownery. Victor, respond to Sam. I want to talk to you. Because I just want to look you in your face and see if you believe it because I don't think you do. Yeah, like you said, I, I see the, the analogy you were pulling. Because, yeah, man, you can't and support this. I'd love to hear you coherently support it. Because I would love for you to just do me a favor and read. What I want to do is I would like to highlight where you contradict yourself in your own stories. Yep. Victor, I know, like I said before, as a person who is in this field, Salim has said it plenty of times, you get hate mail, you get random little letters that are like, oh, no, this is for this, this is for that. Victor, you want attention, so we're going to give it to you. Victor, let's talk. Victor, let's, 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 let's delve a little deeper into those black-on-black -black crime numbers. And let's look at how white people do it to each other more. Black-on-black -black crime wasn't is a term invented by... Bro, it's invented. Like, come on, not my guy. by black people. Just to, you know, shut Crime shut happens in proximity. Crime. <laughs> exactly. And because of historical redlining and segregation in this country, most white people live by other white people. Victor, have black you... people live by other black... Like, you know what I mean? So, of course. Obviously... The Irish community, the Jewish community, the... Like you said, everything. crime comes from uh, proximity. Victor, have you lived anywhere besides Nevada? Victor, please respond. <laughs> honestly. I really want to have this conversation. Bro. Honestly, truly. We don't have to have anybody around. Like I said, we don't have to have a camera if you don't want to. We don't have to have a hot mic if you don't want to. We could do it live. We could do it in the middle of campus. We could do it however you want to. We could do it in the middle of the city. I need to know if you feel this way. Yeah. And I, I don't have many other words, feelings, or thoughts for Mr. Jax at the moment. Um... And this might be a bit of a transition, but I spent the last like week and a half uh, watching the People versus O.J. Simpson. Huh. Interesting. Um, it was really good. Fire. It was it was it was a super dope series. Ten episodes. It feels as if you're in the '90s. Um, mm -hmm. And a key, a key, a key component to that trial which led to oj's acquittal were the mark Furman tapes mm -hmm. where they had explicit evidence from the lapd on their racially charged tactics mm. and ever since then i've only just become what become aware of even more i read that in new york officers take black people's ID when they stop in Friston so that way the next time they get stopped they won't have one we heard about in, in the show how they said you know frame them do anything you can but we're going to kill them and we're going to get them so unfortunately that's the world but these things are to the light now and it was eye opening for me to watch just because you know that's a very divisive trial but the information that we found out about the LAPD because of that is black and white. And it has Absolutely. been. And it has been for quite some time. I mean, if you're from the land, you know we will never look at the assassination of Nipsey Hussle 
for what they told us it was. Can't. Nip was meeting the day after with the police chief. Simply can't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. Y'all can't make me believe it. Victor, I'm not over this, bro. Justice for Nissy Hustle. Yeah, absolutely. We own that forever. Uh, ju- you know, I just want to address what he called the uh, Chinese virus. Bro, he's There's such two- a weirdo, dog. I, there- I can't. I, I just, I, <laughs> and you guys know, I'm pretty good at, like, I could talk about people I don't necessarily yeah. feel like I would, like, enjoy their 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 energy. But this one gets under my skin because I can tell when a person is purposely waving a red flag in front of a bull. This, if the RJ keeps letting right Victor write, it's not just him. This is going to end badly. Yep. And I don't mean for him. I for mean them. for them. Definitely. Because you're going to have people that are looking at the RJ like, not only are you guys endorsing this, look at the speech that you're. I'm going to, I'm going to, my last point that I'm going to make is about racism and prejudice, but we'll get to that in a second. Have at us, Alun. So, Reuters confirmed in March of 2019 in Barcelona wastewater, they found samples of coronavirus. This was reported June 26th of last month. This is March 2019. Or last year, you mean? No, no, no. Wait, you said it's reported June 26th of last. No, no, no. So it was reported okay. just a, a week or a few, two ago. Yeah, a, a few week weeks ago. ago. Okay. But they found the samples going back all the way to March 2019. This was in Madrid, Spain. Real quick, before you, before you even do this, really quick. I've been, you know, you guys know I've been going back watching a bunch of old UFC, uh, UFC fights. I forgot which pay per view it was, and which one was it? I can't remember. Um, Izzy, I all I know is Israel Adesanya was in the audience. You know how they go through and they show the the, the champions or whatever. Yeah. And um, he was the interim at the time, and this was in like September of 2019. Izzy had a face mask on. When Izzy fought Robert Whitaker in Melbourne, when he came out and he was doing the dance. The three people that was with him had face masks on. I remember. Izzy's been wearing a face mask for about a year and a half now. Internationally, too. Absolutely. The and U.S. Funny, is the bro. only one I, that's getting hit like this. I often want to pull this clip from an episode of the OD Podcast um, where I made this remark in joke, in, like as a joke. Mm-hmm. There was mounds of truth behind it, though. <laughs> I said, bro, this is right. This is, that's the night of the All-Star game. I was like, bro, I'm going to be out here with a mask. Yes, sooner you than did later. Say that. You sooner did say that. Sooner than later, bro. <laughs> because I'm seeing too many people that I know wear a mask, and that's not gonna sit with me. I'm gonna be the. I'm, gonna I'm be not gonna out be here. the one without one. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm out just, here. I'm just not gonna do it. Lo and behold, <laughs> you're right. You're right. The Izzy, bro. If Izzy knew and Izzy was over in either New Zealand or, or New Zealand or Australia, wherever he knew something, because he's had a mask on every time he's around people. Izzy has had his mask on. Smart. That's a smart man right there. But I just want to explain something really quick. I want to explain something to you guys really quick. I said it on the podcast last night, and I couldn't wait to say it on this platform. I wasn't even sure if it was going to come up on this one. But let's get into it. I love when white people tell me that black people are racist. Oh, man. Reverse racism. I always like, first of all, that's Reverse racism. That's jumbo Another- shrimp, What are you talking about? <laughs> Another one. Put it on the whiteboard. That's jumbo shrimp. We're, we're getting rid of some terms. We're getting some rid of some terms today. Yeah. Remember when we did the episode Make It Make Sense and every time the girls uh, contradicted themselves, we just wrote an X on the board? Dog, once you get to three, we treat it like family feud. We out of here. So Just wait till Chicago's, <laughs> Chicago's brought up too. What about Chicago? Bro, I, it's certain things that are just whistleblowing and you're just like, oh, I get what you're trying to do. But I want to explain 
and now I can give you guys examples of racism and prejudice. Racism is a power structure. We've always said that. You cannot be racist until you can deny somebody something. You can deny somebody access to something. The only thing that we have denied, and I say we being a black man, that we have denied white people, we have denied you guys the right to say the N-word, and y'all still do that. So, that's neither here nor there. So, just to give you guys an example, a living example of what the difference of the two would be, that's what racism is. Prejudice is... A harsh generalization of an entire group based on experiences that you or someone close to you may have endured. That's prejudice. So let me give you guys a quick little rundown of why I brought this up. Everything that Nick Cannon said on this Nick Cannon Cannon class resulted in him being or having almost everything stripped away from him. Expeditiously. Before I could see what he said, I saw he was let go. So, guys, why did I bring up the fact that Nick Cannon was released from everything? Because people like Victor and people like Tommy Lauren and people like Laura Ingram and people like Tucker Carlson, they still have jobs. White nationalists. What's the stark difference between the four names that I just named and Nick Cannon? I would say race. Race. Just from the outside looking in. So when Nick Cannon says that, I, I agree with the, with the generalization because anytime you generalize anything is all, your, your point loses validity because nine times out of 10, almost 9.8 times out of 10, all of them are not. <laughs> so it's impossible to prove that. However, let me give a little little sidebar. I said this exact thing on a podcast. I know somebody's at home right now that was like, "Well, why don't why don't you guys understand the all cops or the all cops aren't bad cops thing?" Because the job is inherently evil. Before you had a regular police badge, you had a slave patrol badge. It's literally the same thing. You guys never even managed. You guys never even bothered to alter it. What the did, same thing. What did Chris Rock say? He goes, some jobs can't have bad apples. Could you imagine? A if, bad doctor. Or a bad, a bad pilot. Therapist. You know, most pilots, they like to land. <laughs> bro, but you got the pilot that's like every now and again. He's like, bro, he shoots 74% from the line. Dog, I'm not getting on this plane. Yeah. Bro, he lands 74% of the time. Dog, I'm not getting on this. Publicized this police records. Bro, we've been saying that for the For officers. We've been saying that for the longest. Can't imagine if a cop pulls you over and before he even says anything, you run him. Mm-hmm. The Derek, whatever his name is, he had like what, like twenty? Oh, Chauvin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chauvin. Yeah, he had like twenty like serious violations prior, and he was still out there. Excessive you know? force. Excessive force. You know. So let me go ahead and bring this point back together. Nick Cannon got in trouble for calling all white people savages and things of that nature, and we all understand that. If and, He tried to say he was racist. Yeah, but this is what's interesting because he used the word savage. He used less compassionate. He used all these different words. Laura Ingram has used, or excuse me, Tommy Lauren has used worse. I mean, Laura probably has too. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So that is the dark reminder that what Nick Cannon said was prejudice because if he was racist he would still have every platform similar to a Victor absolutely or a Tommy Lauren 
or a Tucker Carlson or a Laura Ingram. That is the living proof that racism and prejudice are just simply not the same. At all. I might have one more talk, one more talking point on this subject. Um, but I won't stay here too long. Um, it's also unfortunate, like you said, racism is the battle of racism is, is a struggle of power, like you said. Um, and there's a term that I think carries more power in this world than I, I guess, than I was aware that it really did. Um, and the term is anti-Semitic. Yes. I know, I know the the weight that the word brings, right? But I didn't know the way it could be weaponized, right? When the time when the time came, and it's just unfortunate. It, it's just unfortunate that there that he had no ability to justify or explain further the things that he meant before they were classified. You know what? Let's do this. White people. Um, if you guys are tired about Americans or black Americans, since that's what you guys like to call us, even though we're black at the end of the day. Um, if you guys are irritated because blacks are telling their history incorrectly, maybe you guys shouldn't have done a complete job of eradicating it. I said what I said and I stand where I stand. But then at the same time, you made it a point to, and again, here we go with the use, because as I said during my tweet, the same people that be like, the all cops, all lives matter, the all cops aren't bad cops, are the same people that are like, well, you said all white people, you're choosing what you want to be angry about, pick one. So again, as I said before, it's interesting to me that so many white people went through and made it a purpose and made it a point to eliminate and eradicate all of black history but not eliminate your savage one and then get mad when we point to it. Y'all taught me this in the third grade, dog. Why are you mad at me that I'm bringing it up now? Because I understand as an adult what it means. Could you imagine a five years from now, 10 years from now, a Hispanic civil rights leader, you know, with, with proper degrees behind his name and, and experience behind his name, had a platform that spoke about when the Trump administration illegally kidnapped immigrants. Kids, bro. Cages. And in response to his characterization of the people who committed those heinous offenses, the national media called this man a white racist, uh, called this man a racist or a reverse racist, or that his comments were anti-Semitic because he's characterizing white people in an animalistic way. No. He's speaking the facts. He's simply telling his truth. And history has always been shared from one perspective. You can't be mad when other people want to share theirs. It is what it is. And I can't, and to be quite honest with you, I'm not even, I, I said it on the podcast last night. I think this entire Nick situation goes the opposite way. Or not the opposite way, but it goes a different way if Nick says some white people. I think if he says some white people, it's just, ah, he said some white people, but you can't do anything because he's right. I think the part where Nick went wrong is the, the hasty generalization by saying all of people. You know what I mean? So 
uh, the the podcast, we went ahead and went a little more in depth into it. But you mentioned anti-Semitic comments. I know we said we had sports to discuss. Guys, you guys know what I'm going to say. But um, <laughs> You guys. <laughs> Victor, you know what I'm going to say. It's your fault. Um, but anyway, going back to uh, Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys kind of just admit, just opened it up and, and, and talked about it really quick. I'm going to do the same thing I did on the podcast last night. I'm going to do it right now. As a member of a group that is constantly marginalized and oppressed and gunned after, literally, I feel like. Sheesh, um, the last thing I'm going to do is tell an oppressed group to shut up. <laughs> That's the last thing I'm going to do is tell an oppressed group to shut up of any sort. So what I'm going to say is, like I said before, Anybody in the Jewish community that wants to educate myself and educate people that look like me, I'm, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm open to it. Um, it's definitely one of those things to where we can be so focused on our own plight that we negate other people. We, we've seen it happen. We've seen mm-hmm. it happen in the black and the brown community often. We I, tried, I talked to Omeka about it on Juneteenth. And um, he mentions to me about, you know, well, I wanted to come on and talk about Mexican slavery. I was like, first of all, we don't have enough time because we got this little window. But I was like, dog, there was a Mexican slavery? And he was like, absolutely. And he was like, this is what it, this is what it stems from. This is what it turned into. This was our rebellion. This was, And I'm like, dog, like. Love to hear more about that. I was like, so why are they? It's, so why are they? It's crazy just because of the fact that the reason why they started importing uh, West African slaves to America was because they killed off all of the the Native American or most of the Native American right. slaves that they had. Right. And and again, we, we talk about it all the time. I, I quote FDR a lot. I, I quote, speak soft and carry a big stick. The amount of Native American blood that's on FDR's hands. Oh. Every president, essentially, it's blood on everybody's blood on everybody's hands. Like I think the the best president, I don't even say best president, but the president you could probably look at and say that he probably might have been the best. And yeah, I have met the, I haven't met all these people, of course, but just from doing my history and doing my research and looking at the way that he tried to kind of maneuver in certain things, Jimmy Carter. I feel like Jimmy's a good man. I feel like he had like he had a good heart. And he kind of realized when he got there, like, oh. The position is. In, <laughs> this in, is what I got to do. The position is inherently evil. So why won't we say it about cops? People don't understand. Never mind. All right. We'll, we'll get back to that. Um, Deshaun Jackson, man. So I said all of that about we're, we're against any type of hate speech. We're against any anti-Semitism. We're not standing Absolutely. for that. We're, we're, not, we're not going for that. Deshaun Jackson. It is okay to believe an idea, an ideology, a theory, whatever you want to, whatever you want to deem it. However, I didn't think I would need to say this, but you can't quote Hitler while doing it. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> and and again, we we said it with Nick Cannon, we said it with everybody. We're gonna get into the. This is kind of coupled with it, Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson. But going into the Jewish community, guys. Are there some Jewish people in positions of power that don't want to share their wealth with black people? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if there were. Are there Jewish people in positions of power that don't want to share their power with fellow Jewish people? Probably so. Yeah. Guys, let me give you guys part three. 
are there black billionaires in positions of power that don't want to give other black people shots? Absolutely. Wouldn't surprise me. I've seen it happen. I've seen the Jewish, I've seen uh, the some people from the Jewish community or a person from the Jewish community, however you want to put it, deny black people access into whatever it is, whether it be a country club, mm-hmm. whether it be, trust me, I've seen it. An account in the bank? Banks, I've seen them. Trust me. You know what's uh, interesting? Uh, I told somebody recently. for a loan? Oh, absolutely. Business I told loan? Grant? It was kind of funny, but I said it's so funny to me now because I realize it, and I just realized it over the last like year and a half or so, maybe close to two years. I walk into the bank, and when I walk into my bank, you guys see me the way I am now. I dress like this probably 90% of the time. I'm, I only know how to be one way. So I walk into the bank. I'll have either my locks tied up. I'll have them all the way down. I'll Who knows? Going to the bank is a super personal errand. Bro, Like man, I could be in here in some sweats if I wanted to. Some I got to go to the pants. bank real quick. So yeah. I go in there. Oftentimes, like I said, I've noticed the switch over the last like year or two. It goes from, how can we help you? And then the moment you get my information, when you look at my accounts, it goes to, oh, Mr. Emerson, what can we do for you today? Get the hell out of my face. Oh, me. Don't judge me, please. You can do that. Just do your job. I, I, I didn't say anything about the way you were dressed. I find it funny. Just do your job. I find it interesting. But Deshaun Jackson... Brother, we love you, Doug. Like, <laughs> Jax, we didn't we didn't see you go through some stuff, Doug. We appreciate you. We've watched you grow up in front of us. This is another one of those situations. We appreciate the um Jewish community of football players who reached out and told you that this is this is what we're gonna walk down and we're we're gonna take you around this and we're gonna show you this and we're gonna give you this to read. That's yeah. what that's what it's about. It's I believe about Julian Edelman reached out. I think Julian Edelman Julian reached out, Zach Edelman. Banner reached out from Pittsburgh. I think a couple people reached out. So I think my, even like retired players, it's a lot of people who reached out. You yeah, know, shout out to the show. Sean Jackson. It's funny you said that we literally saw him grow up because seriously, bro. He went to Long Beach Poly. You Absolutely. probably noticed. Absolutely. <laughs> my brother went to Long Beach Wilson. Okay. I saw with my own eyes. My brother covered Deshaun Jackson in high school. Oh, that's gotta um, be different. And he was he was he was doing this thing. I'm gonna just say <laughs> Deshaun's um, Deshaun, bro. <laughs> uh, no, I meant my brother. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I meant my brother. All right, D Jax, you're gonna have to answer to that, bro. Uh, what a take. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, man. Um, it's it's tough because I I feel the position he was coming from, and right. you make it plain. You can do what you do, what you try to do. If your resource, if your primary resource is Hitler, can't do it. You got to redo it. Gotta you got to do it, it differently. Um, got to redo it. But he was seeking information and expressed. You know, he he was yeah. He wanted to express an ideology that that he found intriguing. Why are Nick and, and D-Jax not getting enough credit for inviting dialogue? Right. Tommy Lauren, like, literally, I, I sat in front of Tommy Lauren on a day, and she can say, and I promise you, I feel like we're going to get into it one day about this, I swear, because she, cause she's trying to paint me as a liar, and it's not going to work for me. You know how I feel about lies. Dog, I'm sitting in there, and I'm watching her talk to a room full of MAGA hats, and she says she wants everybody to feel comfortable in their MAGA gear the same way Native Americans are comfortable in their Indian costumes, in their Pocahontas costumes. Yeah, and see. the amount of claps that went around that room, and I purposely was like, I'm going to give Tommy a chance to talk to me afterwards so she can address it, 
She can double down. She can do whatever she wants. She refuses like to talk. Or her. I do not like her. She. I don't. I don't have a problem saying that after actually seeing her and seeing the way that she and went then it's, no, on her like platform and was like that story was a lie. That story was dog. I sat there for forty five minutes with your security guard who was looking like you were like it was Area fifty one. Like dog, yeah, I'm gonna remind you that work I got sh- a Planet Fitness or something. Dog, <laughs> she's she's you're a, not protecting the president. Relax. She's a vile human being. I remember uh, a couple years ago she said on Twitter when there was a an influx of Syrian refugees coming to America. She said, uh, you know, Americans, something like Americans are real patriots that will stand up for their country and Syrians run. <laughs> and look, I can't really say my full thought process of what I... Who? Because, bro, it's... It's not, it's not comparable. It's, I don't want to say it's not comparable, but it's... She's, she's clueless. Look, she's clueless. I'm just going to say that she's a vile human being. Um, some people say, oh, you know, she didn't used to be like that. She's doing it for money. I don't care if she actually believes it. If she doesn't, she, she's a vile human being. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah, a person yeah. that doubles down on their injustice, on their prejudice, on their closed mindedness speaks for themselves. If this was a podcast, the name of the pod would have been Victor. Because Victor. Might as well spell that with three Ks. Oh, you might as well. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. I, I truthfully don't think that people like Victor and Tommy and Laura Ingram and just all these different people, I don't think they invite dialogue because they don't allow themselves the opportunity to be wrong. You know what I mean? They'll they'll yeah. present whatever they deem is is the truth and they'll they'll close their ears afterwards. So I'm 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 having fun with this Victor thing, trust me. But I, I have reached out and let that person know like I'm I'm wherever. I'm in Vegas. I will pull up. I will <laughs> I know where the RJ is. Like I can easily what's up? We can, we can right go talk. Off, right off the freeway. However you want to do it. You can come to campus. It. We can I got a whole green spot I got access to. What's up? We can we wherever you want to go. Like I said, you don't want the cameras there. We don't have to do that. You don't want nobody there. We don't have to do that. However you want to do it, floor is yours. You want to come and do it on the pot on the on the public platform right here. We could do it here, but um, I'll be honest, man. Uh, I know we kind of just touched on the Deshaun Jackson situation, but I'm irritated. I'm getting I'm getting angry. So let's talk about fights. Um, hey, well, sorry. One more thing. I just have at it. So like I oh, said, oh wait, wait, oh no, nah, you can keep going. I'm pulling up my mom's tip in because I can't do that. Like I said, March 2019. Uh, they found out that there was coronavirus traces in the Barcelona wastewater. Fast forward nine months, December, before the first case was reported in China, they found out that in Milan and Turin, in northern Italy, they also found, you know, samples of the coronavirus. Now, it's not about blaming, you know, no country wants this to happen, in my opinion. Like, this is terrible for everybody. However, I my roommate he he likes to watch MSNBC and CNN and the news, so I watch it with him. I've been watching. I have not seen one reporter say, you know, you know. Actually, they found this in Barcelona. No, <laughs> and it goes back historically to the depiction that Asian Americans are inherently dirty, and that that's the depiction. So it bothers me just the fact that. 
look, for me, it doesn't it doesn't matter what country it came from. It's just the fact that they focus so much on China. And now with new information, they're not reporting it. And this is not from like a this information didn't come from like some small blog. It came from Reuters. Yeah. Like this and is I'll not be- some small little blog, you know, uh, I don't know. That That just gets me. Have you seen the numbers in Japan? Yeah, they didn't even have to fully shut down. Because they wear masks constantly. Because they care about other people. We live in a so, very... No, I'm I'm, po- I'm poking a hole in what you just said because you just said that the idea, like people that, that push the rhetoric that Tommy Lauren and Victor Jackson or jokes or whatever your name is, I'm, I don't even know if I care. Um, but anyway, because I don't know. I feel like irrit- I, I have a certain level of, irrit- of irritance of agitators in the media. I do because you don't understand how powerful that platform is. I'm in the You're media. You're swaying people's mind. Not you. I'm talking about him. No, 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 no. I'm in the media, and I dislike oh, yeah. most members. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like whenever I'm sitting around and somebody be like, "Oh, the media is like," if I'm sitting around with with, with rappers, and yeah. one of the rappers is like, "Oh yeah, the media. This is that and the third. Did it? Do I get offended? No, because you ain't got one of those stories about me. Prove it. I don't care. But there are people like this." That are out there, and the reason why I said I was poking holes in something, I'm poking holes in by me just saying, "Have you seen Japan's numbers?" I'm poking I'm poking holes in the theory that Asian Americans are dirty. That's yeah, that's been the theory in America since. It makes no sense. It was one of, among other reasons, for the Chinese Exclusion Act, 1882, various the internment camps. People, I mean, there was a lot of different reasons, racist reasons for those, but that was. The prevailing thought in this country historically, that's one of the, the stereotypes. Again, we at first we heard that the first reported cases were in China. Okay, so you gotta report that. The fact that new information about Spain and Italy, two Western countries, mm-hmm. actually containing it prior to any other places, and the fact that it's not... Rep- Maybe if it is, you guys can tell me. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it. If it was reported in a major... I haven't seen it. That's what gets me. Salim, you're going to love my mom's tip in a day. You want to know what it is? Of course. The definition of stupid. <laughs> Knowing the truth, seeing the truth, but still believing the lies. Victor. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Victor. You want to know what the definition of stupid is? Knowing the truth, seeing the truth, and still believing the lies. All right, I've given Victor too much of my time today. Um, Talking fights? <laughs> Bro, oh my gosh, man. I told you guys, when I hear certain people talk and like spew their rhetoric, I realize like I'm I'm smarter than you. And the people that I'm closest to are smarter than you. Let's talk about not that wrong. Usman fight. So, no, you, you know. Let's can hop I, to it. This is a beautiful time to do it. Can I, <laughs> can I, get, can I express uh, my, my second largest grievance of the past Have two weeks? It. Have at it. Deshaun Jackson quoting Hitler is wild. Like that is the wildest thing. That might I know twenty twenty has been crazy, but the, bro, I seen that and, and was the like, crazy. Yo. The craziest thing that's not even a real quote. It was it was a book that he used to teach from, and I'm like, Jax, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, oh man, you did not know that. It's all right. Um, that just ooh. this this really this really did not sit with me. I haven't slept well Mm-mm. since. Mm-mm. Why was Fight Island indoors? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Dana, I I thought I thought we were gonna get the sunset in the background. The main event was coming on when the sun was rising. I I said, "Dog, if that was outside, that would have been lit." I mean, they can't do that in Abu Dhabi this time of year. Why? In Abu Dhabi right now, it's 
I mean, I, they can do it outside, just not there. It's windy, though, no? Dude, Abu Dhabi, the Gulf, man, this time of year. So they can't do it. It's hotter than here some places in the Gulf. But Dana, see, but you told me. Was out, yeah. You painted this picture for me, Dana, that I was going to be having a Mai Tai on my couch. And yeah, man. <laughs> that 